0: Drive Time on RTE Radio 1 Sponsored by Zurich When family is all that matters Make sure they're protected Visit zurich.ie to learn more about life and serious illness cover There has been a 65% increase in aggravated bike and scooter thefts in 2020 With 26 such incidents reported in the first two months of this year alone A rise in antisocial behaviour during the Covid lockdown Is being blamed for an increase in attacks With well, more on this I'm joined now by Maria Delaney Who is a journalist with the journal.ie investigative platform Noteworthy and also by Zara Flynn whose 14-year-old son has been savagely attacked and had his bike stolen last Friday and welcome to you both and thank you very much for joining us this evening. Um, Zara, I might start with yourself uh, and, and maybe you could tell me a little bit about your son. H- how old is he and, and what happened to him last Friday?
1: So, uh, yes, he's 15 years of age and um, doing his junior search year He was just going about his own business and locking up his bike um, before meeting up with a couple of friends. Ironically, locking it in what he thought would be a safe place, um, which is where Lewis stop. Okay, Uh, the Beechwood Lewis stop. um, There's a bicycle rack there, just across the road from it, and um, he he would routinely lock his bike there, and uh, he just. Just a Lewis had just parked, uh, pulled up at the stop and a group of youths came off um, teenagers, a mixture of boys and girls, actually, and um, um, mostly boys came off, uh, armed very visibly with poles, uh, masked and hooded coming off the Lewis. Um, very intimidating. James in- in immediately became nervous. And they approached, there's a small road that they have to cross to approach him. Uh, Approached him very rapidly and he knew he was under assault at that moment. He actually didn't succeed locking his bike. Um, And they started, they first said they were going to smash his bike because I think they thought he was trying to lock it on them. And... uh, then they proceeded to hit him with the poles and he was knocked over one of the uh, bicycle racks and then fell off, slid off that and up against the wall. So he was fortunately actually in a spot that prevented them in many ways from attacking him too viciously uh, although they did manage to catch a few, few blows around his head. Uh, he then you know, was protecting his head as much as he could. Um, he was very conscious of that actually and so they were mostly kicking his back. He had turned his head and his face in towards the wall. So they were kicking his back and his legs. Um, he received like multiple bruises to his body and uh, one deep wound on his left leg. It was small enough. So um, we're not sure how he, how he got that and neither is he. Oh, it
0: sounds absolutely terrifying, Zara, for him to have gone yeah. through. What time of day did it happen?
1: It happened around 4.30. Um, he was actually just meeting friends after kind of school. Um, his friends were leaving bags down outside a friend's house in the garden. And he said he was going to just park his bike and catch up with them. Um, and all of this happened in a matter of seconds. He said it was over in a minute. And he could hear people. That's, I think the most distressing thing for him was it was such a busy mm area, busy street, and nobody could come to his aid because he had been sort of penned pinned in by these 20 or so uh, teens and everybody was too afraid to approach. People shouted out that they were calling the guardie and not to worry um, that they were going to get help, but help was slow in coming. and Fortunately, a teacher recognised them from a school um, as the gang dispersed. They ran off down the Lewis track. Um, and he was picking himself up, kind of trying, coming out of a daze. Um, the teacher brought him back to the safety of the school, and that's when they alerted the guardian and called me.
0: Uh, 20 of them sounds, uh, again, uh, really pretty terrifying, I mean, in terms of the, the size of the group. And you can, you can understand, I suppose, from an onlooker's perspective, if you're not armed, if you're going to try and get in there and, and try and protect someone or, or help someone, it's very difficult to do that. But I can't Absolutely. imagine what was going through his
1: own head. Yeah, and I suppose for me, it's like the the thing that frustrates me and, and angers me most is that, you know, it happened, like that these... Youths are kind of travelling freely on the Lewis and obviously looking like they're up to no good. Um, And the security just doesn't seem to be there. Um,
0: And in terms of his bike then, I mean, he hadn't made any attempt to hold on to his bike. I mean, his bike was there to be taken.
1: Yeah, he actually said if they had asked him for his bike and they took his calf as well, if they had asked him for his bike and his calf, he would have relinquished it. You know, both of them, without any harm. But they assaulted him first. The last thing they did was go away with his bike and his hat. And I believe
0: you've had thoughts since that you're, you're sort of sorry you got him a nice bike.
1: Well, it's not even that. I like. I wonder if, if the bike was an issue. Really, you know, uh, it could have been. Uh, I could have been a jalopy. But yes, he did have a nice bike. Now it was a bit battered. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't mind it all that well. So it was scratched and battered. So I don't know if they Mm. were honing in on that. But it does seem that the attack was more for malice and tense and less for uh, monetary gain in any way, shape or form. Uh,
0: It was the third time he's had his bike stolen.
1: So he has had his bike stolen, but never, never seen or been accosted by the person who's taken the bike Okay. He's had it like I I don't I I've had my bike stolen very time, many times over the years, um by according to the guardie, parking it in the wrong spot where okay. there's no CCTV cameras or whatever. But I don't think there's many of them around. In fairness,
0: um, Maria Delaney, I'll come to yourself. Uh, you're the author of of the note a uh, recent noteworthy article on bike te- theft, um, and you've been looking at the stats. What what do they tell us?
2: Yeah, thanks, Sarah. So um, as you were saying in the intro there, there's a 65% increase um, in 2020 of aggravated bike and scooter thefts. And it, there's been a year on year increase. Um, I, we had stats back to 2016. So back then there was 23 of these um, cases and these are more serious crimes and um, they're classed as robberies or hijackings and where there's a violent violence or threat of violence. And then, so there's been a year-on-year increase, but kind of a more dramatic one last year from 79 to um, 131. So, yeah, it, it is an increasing trend of, of aggravated theft.
0: So that's where the bikes aren't just being taken, but there's violence or threats of violence included.
2: Exactly, like similar to what Sarah's son experienced, where people are beaten up or threatened. For example, I was talking to a healthcare assistant who had a knife put to her throat, so she was grabbed from her, or by her head, and then a knife is put to her throat when she was, um, had an electric scooter, so she was just at traffic lights, and these kind of things are happening, um, and as you're saying, there, there was already a number of incidents up to February this year.
0: Um, I mean, what are the solutions, do we think, to these violent bike robberies then? Is it an increased security on, on the Lewis lines, or... Well, it's not.
2: It's not just happening on the Lewis line. There have, there were other, um, another, another instance where a teenage boy, um, had had a similar in- thing happen to him on the first of April. But so, like, there, yes, like people are calling for increased security on the Lewis. But I was talking to people who experienced this kind of thing, it, kind of around the city. So, like, in the north inner City as well as the South City. So it's not. Um, I suppose people are calling for perhaps more community guards, as we know, they've been cut dramatically over the past um, few years. And also, um, like, it it does seem to be teenagers. So, like, I was speaking to a lot of counsellors who were saying more funding needs to be put into sports partnerships or youth organisations to not have these gangs of 20 teenagers because, Mm. like, COVID-19 obviously has had an impact where... Perhaps um, sports and other activities have been cancelled. So teenagers have been hanging around in different areas.
0: Okay. well, look, thank you very much for joining us to talk us through it. That's uh, Maria Delaney, journalist with Noteworthy and also Zara Flynn.